This is Graham Elliott, and you are listening to After Chef Junior. Hey, everybody, and welcome to After Chef Junior, the world's most important Master Chef Junior After Show. My name is Max, and the ladies always by my side Stacy and Jenny. Guys, Merry Christmas. Happy, Happy holidays. Happy New Year to mm-hmm. all of you. Mm-hmm. And you to and one yours. and all. Yeah. The the stockings here at the After Chef Junior headquarters are hung by the chim- chimney with care. <laughs> That's right. Hey Max, what's what do you have uh what do you have dancing what visions do you have dancing in your head right now? I'm noticing a little uh, sugar plums. Sugar plums. <laughs> what well, legit question, what is a sugar plum? You know, That's what they should have cooked with. In the mystery box challenge, open yes. it up. Sugar plum. Wait, is it just a plum covered in sugar? I, I, I don't you know, know how there was like a medieval tradition of of like making meat fruits. Maybe it was one of those. Uh, and what's a sugar plum fairy? These are all questions <laughs> that Gordon and Christina should be asking. This isn't our job, okay? We're commentators. No, we're constantly having to ask the questions. The hard questions. Asking. One day I really, every morning I watch CNN because I'm super left-wing. Oh, obviously. you watch Good Morning America. Get no, real. I stop. I'm watching CNN and they have on the talking heads mm-hmm. to like talk about the Middle East. Blah, blah, blah. Basically, and yes. Mm-hmm. I always want them to say like one day like, and this week we've got Stacey McLaughlin to, to discuss the After Shift Junior. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. You guys, we, we're basically the Charlie Rose of MasterChef Junior. <laughs> Would you Lyman. agree? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I hold Charlie Rose in very high regard. I think that would be a really <laughs> a really good challenge, though, to give the kids these, like, fantasy meals. You know, like, make us a sugar plum. Make us a, a boiled goose. Make well, us a, a figgy to, pudding. What is that? <laughs> figure it out. I don't care. If you're going to go holiday, you might as well go holiday. Go holiday or go home. That's what I always say. Also, what happened? Like, <laughs> this is airing in April, and it's like, tinga, tinga, Yeah. Tinga. So I was trying to count back. So this is episode 10. So if this was, like, mid-December... <gasps> And what was what would be ten weeks back from that? So mid November. I only know how to count nine months. (laughs) Just so when you meet somebody, automatically you're like, "Hmm." (laughs) I know when you're pants made love. Okay, what is ten weeks ago? So like, not not ten weeks ago from here, but ten weeks ago from December. So because I'm thinking that maybe the when they were Mm -hmm, first mm -hmm, planning mm -hmm. the show, they thought that this would begin airing in what October. Yeah, it's all it's all. That would make sense because there was a huge gap between these two seasons. Yeah, it was like a year and a half. Yeah, we didn't record for like a year. So maybe the air date did get hefty. What happened? The election. Oh, and it's Donald Trump ruins everything. And it's Fox News. Maybe Fox News was (laughs) got to the bottom of it. Max, can you put Jingle Bells in the theme song this time? Not, that might be a not nice, fast maybe a nice to, gesture. Yeah, sorry. Mm. Um, guys. Max. The, Max. Are you just sad Richard Blaze isn't here? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Was that I mean, gingerbread man just a personal tease for me? They know I have high <laughs> blood pressure. I loved it. Because okay, we'll get there. You're, somebody, somebody earlier specifically requested that we do this Denny. in order. So can you guys Denny let's just stay it. on track, please, please. Okay, so okay. we. So the episode the, begins. <laughs> so winter it's Christmas for some reason. So winter it's on Christmas, not all the kids are religious. It's the holidays. Uh, sure, whatever. It's Christmas. It's the holidays. It doesn't matter. There's snow. There's a gingerbread house. And uh, the kids are very mystified. And out of the gingerbread house comes who? <laughs> Christina and Gordon dressed like... Is his name Buddy from yeah, Elf? Buddy the Elf. Yeah, I like love Sparrow. that. Like, I love Christina. I think she is such a good sport. Like, I feel like there's a million TV hosts, uh, men or women, who, who would come out that. and be like, I can be a cute elf or I can be a flattering yeah. elf or like a, a went, sweet elf. But she leaned in and I <laughs> admire that so much. You know, seeing them both in that commit to that elf yeah, costume I love gave it. me a really stark realization that physically you're the Christina and I'm the garden. <laughs> <laughs> like, because really they stripped back to basics. Like their face was a blank slate, mm-hmm. which Buddy was painted on. And I was like, oh my God, I'm the garden. What's Max then? 
I'm, I'm the, the gingerbread, gingerbread man. House. Yeah, I'm the gingerbread house. House, house. Um, My sweet gumdrop boy. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, Christina and Gordon emerge from the house dressed as this, the Will Ferrell character yeah. elf, mm-hmm. complete with like the perm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Very, I love that. Very weird. Um, and uh, they hand out presents to all the kids, and each uh, in each present is a colored apron, and mm-hmm. so they're functionally pairing them off into teams. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, we had unbelievably. How does this continue to happen? We had who got teamed up? You know what? I would I would call it a Christmas miracle. Justice. American dream. Yeah. And with her faithful sidekick, Evan. Absolutely, Evan. Evan pant watch. No colorful pants today, just jeans. I liked it because casual Friday. Yeah, it's It's the holidays. Let loose, Evan. Stressing down. I liked it. He can relate to us. I'm wearing jeans right now. Shout out, Evan. Yeah, this was definitely Evan's episode, man. This was like. He got you. We'll get to it. We'll yeah. get to it. Oh Let's God. do it in order, Max. Gosh. <laughs> Did you guys hear Shane Chanier talking about how this was his first snow? Yeah. Isn't that sweet? Can you imagine never knowing snow? Hmm. We're Canadian. If if uh, listeners out there all across the globe don't know that. So it's you know, a- someone commented on our Instagram being like, Oh my goodness, you t- you guys talking about gravy was the most Canadian thing ever. <laughs> Max like, and I were discussing that. <laughs> I don't even what gravy were we talking about? We're talking about Bovril. The, the oh, right, Bovril. That's <laughs> not Canadian. You're like, I just that's just water where I come from. Yeah, I don't know. The whole time I was watching the opening scene of this winter wonderland, I was horrified because I was imagining doing my job for Which them. Is what? Ex- which is working in TV. And sometimes we'll go to a house or a place and they'll say, oh, this place needs all white furniture and it needs to look like it's Christmas outside. Jenny, can you make that happen by Wednesday? And I get like sweats and I don't sleep for four days. And I was imagining the person that they said, hey, we need a full scale gingerbread house (laughs) and snow and frosting coming out through a hose. And two perms. And guaranteed they pull all that off. They get the elf costumes. They do it all. They've not slept for a week. They kiss their mother goodbye. And the feedback they get is like, gingerbread costume could have been better. (laughs) Like that would be the note from the network. And the person's like, no. Well, let's let's give a shout out to oh, the production assistants, the assistant producers, whoever's out there. Mm-hmm. It would be some sort of like production design, I assume. Mm-hmm. I'm well, gonna watch the credits. And we see, see you. We see we you. We see you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna read the credits and see because who, where did you get that gingerbread <laughs> house? <laughs> I want to know if did they have the the like the food version and then they built the, the oh, actual which house first. Mm-hmm. Which yeah came or did first. they have the did they make the house and then make them make the food version I honestly I don't yeah. know so um Evan and Justice are a team Sydney and Peyton are a team uh Do- Afnan and Mark are a team Jasmine and Adam and Shane and Ivani Do you think they were disappointed that the presents were just more aprons Yeah <laughs> Actually, when they were like, ooh, do you have presents for us? I was like, oh, kids today. <laughs> like, ugh. Like, they probably just wanted iPods, you know? Or whatever. <laughs> like, oh, I already have an apron. You keep giving us aprons. <laughs> we didn't really talk about what a power team Adam and Jasmine were. Oh, man. We just no kind of glossed over oh, that during man, the episode. I cannot Solid. believe, like, I am surprised that... A couple of the teams I thought were going to to conquer that challenge did not. Like, please elaborate. Adam yeah. and Adam and Jasmine. I thought they could go all the way. I thought uh, Justin or Justice and Evan could go all the way, but I was really surprised at who got to go up to the balcony. Here's the thing. Let's talk about this challenge. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a fun gingerbread challenge. It's beneath I get them, it. mm-hmm. but to give two people a free pass into the final six based on a gingerbread house is insulting. Where they don't even have to bake the gingerbread or design the gingerbread. It's insulting. It's a 
decorating challenge. Yeah, it's insulting to the contestants on the show. Honestly, I genuinely They're believe that. They're all better than that. I like, totally maybe, agree. Maybe the winners mm-hmm. could have got an advantage mm-hmm. in the cook-off. Maybe, yeah. I, I don't know what it would be, but something. Yeah. So, like, choose the best cut of meat or yeah. whatever you want. I don't know. But, like, to, get, to give two people a free pass based on a gingerbread decorating challenge is obscene yeah especially because the actual cooking challenge that came later was just so unbelievably hard hard just such a technical prowess yeah thing Mm -hmm. and also the judging of this gingerbread house like we always talk about how this show's like subjective Mm -hmm. they didn't even taste it yeah they didn't even you're judging visually kids based on a team challenge that is solely visual like it's it's crazy. But I don't know. I don't think people really eat gingerbread houses, do they? Or isn't that so? Just, then why is, it, is that a challenge? Why is it a food show? Show, yeah. Why is it on a cooking show? Why not decorate a a house? Yeah, <laughs> I would watch I that. Think. By the way, if there was a <laughs> there's a junior like junior you know there is a there's make a home makeover. There is a Christmas cooking show. I bet they mm-hmm. do. Um, gingerbread stuff on that but I don't know it was. It might as well have been like oh build this model replica of a house totally like it was and to give but fair enough see if you want to do it it's the holidays you want to have some fun mm-hmm. but why have such stakes two free passes mm-hmm. like that is mm-hmm. obscene mm-hmm. Maybe, oh I know maybe they both got an extra 10 minutes on the beef welling yeah, challenge yeah that's great something like that that's is, a good mm-hmm. bonus thank you something like that is reasonable mm-hmm. not yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. That was crazy. So crazy. the challenge itself um, was and to replicate. The, there was a giant gingerbread <laughs> house like in the in the studio, and they had Americans, to replicate hey? it. Yeah, replicate it in like a little, uh, little like plus a little, size gingerbread yeah, a house, tiny version. Anyways. You know what? I like. It's very possible that Peyton and Sydney did a great job. Again, it's a situation where it's like we only see what the editors want us to see, and it did. Like it seemed totally out of left field that they got the advantage, and that's annoying. We actually—it's annoying. Producers, figure it out. Yeah, we. Um, <laughs> Stacy is hot right now. She is. I'm spiced up. The yeah. thing is, there's a whole person's job. It's called a story editor, and when the executive producer watches the cut, any questions they might have as a viewer, that's a story editor's fault. It's the story editor's job to make sure the story makes sense. So having us watch something where Peyton and Sydney are like, and then they win, doesn't make sense. Okay, so we're going to call out the production designer for a great job, and then we're going to call out the story editor for a terrible job. job. We got our eye on you. Keep the change, you filthy animal. (laughs) Jenny's classic catchphrase. That's right. Get that on the soundboard. So Sydney and Peyton won, which is highly controversial mm. in at uh, After Shift Junior mm. headquarters. Um, but we went back actually at the end of the episode when we were all finished watching. We went back and we and we carefully inspected as much of those uh, gingerbread houses as we could based mm. on the footage and like a slow motion replay essentially. Yeah, and I think that the real problem came in because they had a real like beauty shot of. Uh, Justice and Evan's gingerbread roof. Mm-hmm. And the roof, their roof was immaculate. By far the best roof, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but once, and, and that just, um, that was sort of like the first impression, the first shot you see of theirs. And there was just became, it was such a strong impression that it was hard to to, um, to lose it. But then when we went back and we looked at it a second time, I don't know, I really felt like, okay, it actually, I think you can make a strong case that Peyton and Sydney's was the best. Despite the fact that the roof couldn't compare, but all the other elements, I felt, were... Uh, fine. They were, were fine. fine. Yeah, or succeeded Evan and Justice. I mean, we're not saying that they're the worst, but I would say when you're saying... I think they said to Jasmine and Adam, like, oh, door handle's the wrong color. Then you look at Sydney and Peyton's, and they had these massive marshmallow pillars on either side of the front door. Those didn't exist in the model. <laughs> You're so hung up on those marshmallow but it, pillars. But it's like, I don't understand how you'd be like, ooh, door handles, wrong color. Sorry. Yeah. But then be like, oh yeah, you guys have clearly won this challenge. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't understand. I don't get it. Like, I don't... I don't yeah, get it. It's just there's no... Like, have rules or don't have rules. Like, just pick one. You can't See, just have chaos. rules sometimes. Okay. A-O-S. It does feel a bit chaotic. And again, 
fine, be chaotic for a fun holiday themed challenge. Don't be chaotic to give two of these kids free passes to the to the top to the yeah, top like that's little... that's what irritated me the mm-hmm. most like my jaw hit the floor when sydney and peyton got sent up to the balcony if it wasn't sydney if uh, it was just, if it was peyton and any other person it, i would have been like whatever it, like, it's it fine. feels so rigged it, it feels so rigged this is just not the first time that it has felt like she shouldn't it's have gone on i don't want to say she shouldn't have i'm yeah. just saying the way the story, story editor has editor. together doesn't feel doesn't right. Doesn't feel right. Like, at Sorry, what, Sydney. At what point... I don't think there's been an episode where Sydney, we've been like, oh yeah, she's the best. She clearly deserves to go through. It just feels like everything has gone her way, which is mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very happy for her. But it's just really hard to see it happen to the same person yeah. so many times. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Me neither. I, don't, I just don't get it. Like, yeah, give them an advantage, like acknowledge the challenge was K E O S chaos and give them a slight <laughs> advantage and give them a slight advantage for the next thing. Yeah, yeah. free passes That's just like crazy. There's a hundred thousand dollars on the line and these kids I and a trophy. I don't think it's a hundred thousand dollars. I'm gonna look it up. We yeah, should. It's a hundred thousand dollars. It's a hundred thousand dollars. Do you remember they said to the kids, "What would you do with a hundred thousand dollars last season?" I don't think they said a hundred thousand. It's a hundred. It's a hefty hundo. That's a lot of money. No, because we had a whole conversation about how it wasn't a lot of money last season. Do you remember this podcast? It is $100,000. Yes, 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 yes. And the MasterChef Junior Trophy. I'm sorry, Jenny. I'm sorry, Jenny. You're right. In my mind, in my mind, I consider fifty thousand because of the Canadian. No, because of the like award reward tax or whatever in the states. Oh yeah, it's a hundred thousand American, so it's probably like three hundred thousand Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) Then they take probably seven hundred thousand dollars in pounds or whatever. Five pounds. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, they get through, and I'm so irritated by Mm -hmm. this. But anyway, so Sydney and Peyton win. They get to go. We haven't even talked about the gingerbread man. That's because we're doing it in order. Oh. <laughs> no. Yes. Because he helped judge the gingerbread house. Didn't no, he did not. Oh. Hey, let's talk about gingerbread man. Yes. So, Sydney and Peyton are announced as the winners. Then Gordon and Christina, for some reason, sort of gather all the kids to be up on the, uh, porch. the porch of the gingerbread <laughs> the house. The veranda. Yeah. And then they, they uh, announce that they're going to bring in their special guest chef. Uh, for guest judge for this episode. And, and let me just quote Jenny. Please be Richard Blaze's Santa. Please be Richard Blaze's Santa, she said over and over again, drinking her tiny bottle of champagne that she did not share with us. <laughs> it was between me and Richard. It was a silent toast. <laughs> no, I was hoping so much it was going to be Richard Blaze. And then it came out. And it was clearly a man. How did you know that, though? I told you, gingerbread man. I know, but a woman could be inside a gingerbread man costume. It's a a costume. They didn't (laughs) build it for this person. But then they would say gingerbread woman. Jenny, that's really narrow-minded of you. (laughs) See, if you were to get a little gingerbread lady, Mm -hmm. would you call it gingerbread man? No, but I could be inside a gingerbread man's suit. Yeah, but then why wouldn't they give you a gingerbread lady suit? Because why be gender normative? It's a <laughs> mascot costume. Anyway, I was just really hoping it was Richard Blaze. I feel like they'd be listening to this podcast and thought, let's ruffle Jen's feathers. Let's really get under her skin. Um, She's had a hard day. Let's pick her up and then toss her on the ground. <laughs> Qu- Max, who was it? Quick poll, just around the table when they when the gingerbread man comes out. So for anybody who hasn't watched it, a, why, why are you person. listening to this? But B, like, <laughs> gingerbread person. Yeah, this gingerbread person comes out. <laughs> quick poll around the table here. Start with Jenny. Terrifying or cute? I was terrified. Stacey. I loved it. I love a mascot. You know that about me. You want cute? I, I had to also go terrified. It, it was wasn't like, like a, a high really... class. It wasn't a friendly <laughs> no, no, it just looked very scary and weird. How come they haven't had a Halloween episode? That would be fun. Probably because they're not supposed to tie them into season so that they can air them at any <laughs> time of the year. Mm-hmm. Imagine they had to carve a pumpkin or make like a pumpkin 
something or like a candy. Mm-hmm. That will be the uh, that will be how they determine the winner at the end. Sydney It'll would probably Peyton just like versus, Peyton versus Sydney. Who can carve a pumpkin? Who oh, can eat those Sydney candy wins. corn? Hey, it's over hundred thousand dollars. Sydney just writes pumpkin on a napkin. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Incredible. Oh man, we're so mean. Um, Sydney, it's not you. It's the system. Yeah, it's the system. It I'm is sure the you system. Um, so the gingerbread man comes out and uh, they give him a hose and he I just not he blasts those it. kids he like fire hoses down all the kids with icing you know what it's about time they got a taste of their own <laughs> medicine right. do you think it was tasty icing or like they fabricated were, they were all eating it off their hands and faces on one of them I think it was a vanny she looked quite panicked she <laughs> yes was, like, I know she was trying to breathe <laughs> yes, Face. They almost killed them. They don't realize they almost killed those kids with that with that icing. You know, Shane thought that was a pretty good way to go, though. Mm-hmm. Shane was just like, was "Gotta make the best." Shane is such a class act. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was, it wasn't just frosting though. They dumped sprinkles on them after. Yeah, that's right. It was so weird. It was the weirdest <laughs> image. The gingerbread man. By the way, don't forget it's April. <laughs> gingerbread man, man with a huge hose just blasting these like eight to 13 year olds with uh, with white icing and they're just caked in it and yeah. there was legitimate terror on some of yeah. these kids faces they really get i know so you weird. just said eight to 13 year olds Ugh. they kept saying that during this episode like they kept referring to the kids as eight to 13 year olds i was like did you think we've forgotten? We're like, oh, that kid's 27. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, right. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> That's right. Um, so when they're done dousing the children in their liquid sugar. <laughs> they, Get them all hopped yeah. up. Corporate America. Am I right? <laughs> I wonder how Michelle Obama felt about yeah. that. Oh. Mm-hmm. They're like, she's out of office. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, when they're done uh, dousing the kids, uh, the gingerbread man takes off his horrific head and who is underneath? I don't want to say the who name. Who is going to pronounce it first? We got a little flack on, on Twitter about our pronunciation last week. Thank you, Lori, out there. <laughs> Go for a, it. Aaron? Uh, Aaron I thought she said Aaron. Let's all just pick one and go Aaron. for it. Aaron Sanchez. He's back. He's back, baby. No, you were saying Aaron last week, and that's what she corrected us on. What was it then? Because we were saying Aaron. I think it's Aaron. Aaron. Oh, it is Aaron. You're right. So Aaron Sanchez. <laughs> that's why he is hasn't back. volunteered to be on the podcast. <laughs> I've been trying. We respect you and mm-hmm. we love you. Are yeah. you kidding me? You're my fave. You're you my have fave. hand tattoos. I was we're scared, so... and we we love you and we respect you. Please come be on our show. I don't know. Like I like Aaron Sanchez. I like him. Like in this episode, he he had a lot of the feels, and I liked it. I still prefer the Blaze. And actually, Max, <laughs> I just noticed you say there, Aaron, you're my fave. Yeah. That's not what you said to Richard Better last pick. week. You're being real two-faced. That's not what you said last okay. week. Let me let me set the record straight. Yeah, let me set the record straight. I think that I think that there is a I actually had a a, a vision <gasps> during this episode. I feel like he usually blacks out when yeah. we're talking, so that makes sense. <laughs> That's right. I feel like uh Aaron mm-hmm. brings a a bit of a dark energy to the proceedings. Because he has tattoos? He, he's got tattoos. He also came out in, in the creepy costume. He basically... Sugar blasted Sugar blasted all these kids. <laughs> he took the thing off and he was like, I would have got away if it wasn't for you pesky kids, right? Which none of the kids uh, understood. No, that's true. But it was still like sort of like an aggressive thing to say. Mm. Like a Joe Bastianich. Yeah, a bit of a Joe, right? Um, and I can see a situation where... Imagine if the the guest judges it flip flops between Aaron Sanchez and mm-hmm. Richard Blaze, and the kids know that Richard Blaze is like good cop, the good cop, good cop. And yeah, Aaron is the bad cop. And but wait, when Richard they come can out, be tough when he needs to be tough, but fair. Oh sure, sure, sure. In fact, I would like to see. I thought Aaron was probably a little bit too nice at times. I'd like mm. to see him go a little bit meaner. Mm. He did tell later on that Shane's asparagus was boring, which is yeah. great. But uh, there was something, and just like the fact he's got the tats, he's got the he's got that sort of like villainous black goatee. You know, he's got this. He was wearing dark purple. Mm. He has a 
of villain energy to him, which I really <gasps> felt like wasn't anywhere. Max means that as a compliment if oh. you're listening. Oh, yeah, A-Ron. totally. I totally. was wondering, like, so Aaron's there. He's a very famous chef. And then the challenge was a garden dish. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking in this pretty little head of mine, why wouldn't you do something from Aaron's culture? That would be a nice... Or, like, from his restaurant. Or Whereas, what his yeah. signature dish Why don't is. you scrap the gingerbread dish and have them yeah. try, like... I don't know. He says, like, here's my favorite ingredients. Do what you want with them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or here's the ingredients from my home country. Do what you want... Like, I just thought you have this chef there, and we... Besides from him spraying kids with <laughs> sweet, sweet sugar, we didn't really see him... We didn't learn anything about him or I know he he does MasterChef a lot so probably mm-hmm. his stuff has been used in other episodes mm-hmm. but I just felt like he was kind of there could have been anyone well, yeah I, I'm predicting now guys that we're gonna see Richard Blaze one more time and we're gonna see Aaron one more time and then they're gonna fight and oh. then whoever wins gets to be the judge maybe why both? not keep both of them Gordon maybe for the final. take a season off buddy no maybe for the, I don't want to I don't want to do this with Gordon around yeah, here's what I'm wondering. Graham Elliott clearly got burned out. He's got other stuff on the go. Maybe it's a job share situation. Mm, part-timer. Because they both judged MasterChef Senior, um, whatever, the real MasterChef as well. Mm-hmm. So and maybe it's a job share situation. By the way, I would love to see MasterChef Senior. Seniors. <gasps> no. Just like 65 and above. Yes. <laughs> they, keep, they keep saying it. 65 to 73-year-olds. <laughs> are you they still can't reach the counter because they're like stooped and their spines are dissolved here we have a group of 65 to 73 year olds i can't taste anymore (laughs) this is extraordinary (laughs) try to open something look at that I, I can't see. I can't see. My cataracts. <laughs> they have a whole contest where you have to use tinned goods like the water. I'm really excited about the contest because I grew up in the Depression and this is just me on a plate. <laughs> it's spam. <laughs> they have to use like a condensed mushroom soup to make something. Oh my god, Elizabeth does keep condensed milk in the house in case there's ever a war again. You She's never 74. know. She's ready in a pinch. <laughs> All right, maybe sh- audition. Get audition. her ready. Start prepping. <laughs> I was thinking about the 8 to 13, because I mentioned it several times. That's a huge age difference. Oh, my God, yeah. Avani versus Shade yeah. is huge. Yeah, yeah, especially, I mean, that age. Like, the development between mm. an 8-year-old and a 13-year-old is... It's crazy. That's why I kind of loved Shade and Avani being paired together, because he was so respectful of yeah. her in that challenge. He was a real sweetheart. He was like, I'm letting Avani take the lead because she's a gingerbread expert. And What a really guy. Cute. What a guy. But you know what? Just having the age advantage doesn't mean you're going to win. Last season, it was it was Addison, and she mm-hmm. was 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting, like, why is that the cutoff? It should be more like when you hit puberty and stop caring about cooking. Like, that should yeah. be the. I think 14 is probably getting a little too adult. Yeah. Adult. Yeah, it should be. If you go to a PG thirteen movie, you shouldn't be able to go into the Master Chef Junior Kitchen. You, you know, the Voice has lowered their age of being able to audition to thirteen, <gasps> and there was this kid on there. Michael and I were watching it, and his voice hadn't dropped yet. He was a Michael Jackson impersonator, Ooh. and then you can tell his voice is starting to drop, but it's really hard for him, and he's struggling. I was like why did why you not now? see this happening like yeah. why did you lower your age to 13 yeah so kids should be in school anyway yeah anyway guys i can see you're dying to move on to whatever beef next. wellington baby yeah that's right beef, so, beef baby so uh they introduce uh aaron, uh aaron sanchez as the guest judge and then they uh they basically uh bring out a silver box. You called it. And uh, they're like, you know, this is what you guys are going to be cooking for your lives. Uh, what is it going to be? I happen to call it Beef Wellington. Bam. Because that's what he always wants them to cook. I think Gordon just is like hankered for some Beef <laughs> Welly. <laughs> also, they probably decide the day of like, what am I, what am I in the mood for? Also, not a holiday dish. Yeah, and then he said to Evan like, Oh, I can't believe you served this with cranberries. It's like the kids tried to yeah. make it like vaguely More holiday. holiday. You just decorated Evan like a sugar cookie. <laughs> <laughs> 
They're being like, this is entirely inappropriate. <laughs> I cannot believe you served cranberries alongside beef welly. And you're wearing jeans? <laughs> at, at Christmas time. Jeans at Christmas time. Christmas time. You kissed your mother with that mouth. You kissed your mother in those jeans? <laughs> so... I'll- <laughs> they all start to make the beef Wellington. I didn't realize beef Wellington had was so many was so many layers. Oh, neither like, yeah. crepe. There's a cheeky crepe in there. Yeah, there's crepe is the word that we use in Canada. But yeah. <laughs> well, that's we've been over this because wh- why is that the word you use in Canada? <laughs> it's spelled C R E P E. So where is the crepe? It's like you're saying an accent. No, but it's in a grave accent, which is crepe. You're saying crepe like grape with a yes, C. It's true. Like, I hate, I hate, I hate everything. I hate it. But so- macaron was correct, more correct. Oh my god. So, um, anyways, all the kids start uh, getting uh, start how, working away. Oh god. Are you going to be okay over there? Oh, it's like C R E P E. It stinks in here. Oh god. Let's I just call pronounce- them French pancakes and agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, all the kids start getting uh, getting started on their Beef Wellington, and the show... Max, I think we've agreed we're going to call it Beef Welly. <laughs> beef Crep? I can't, I can't say it. Hey, partner? Yeah. Partner? Um, okay. <laughs> do you have, a, you have a segment you want to do, right? Yeah, I do! Where are they now? Are they in a cabana, yeah? Maybe on the freeway, cruising into the sun. It's where are they now? Everybody's favorite <laughs> segment about contestants we've loved and lost. <laughs> Today we're chatting about Addison, Ooh. winner of uh, the previous season of MasterChef Junior, and I wanted to quiz you guys to see if you mm. know. Uh oh, SpaghettiO. What? ABC pilot <gasps> she was in. I don't know the name of it, but I do know the name of, I do know the name of the actress who played her mother. Who played Addison's mother in an untitled ABC pilot project she was in. Do you think that she one of the requirements for her character was that she was an excellent cook? That was not made clear by her Instagram account. Um so someone famous for mm-hmm. you to care. And we would know her. I think I don't know, Jenny, but I think you would know her. Okay. Is it Mandy Moore? Okay, that's your guest locking it in. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to say Moira Tierney. Ooh, it was Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes. Oh. Wait, is Wanda Sykes okay. not black? Yes. Where was she? We learned a little bit about race and how who can be a mom and who is another mom for her character from what I learned from the Instagram okay. photo. <laughs> she played a daughter of a lesbian. Okay. Okay. Edison, okay. We miss you. Okay. <laughs> Wait, is a lesbian couple? I mean, I only can glean so much. If it was a lesbian couple, that pilot will for sure get picked up. Lesbians are so hot right now. Okay, let's move on. So, (laughs) they start to make their beef wellingtons. (laughs) I have a second segment whenever you're ready. (laughs) Okay, are you ready? (laughs) Oh, right now? It's because he's going to cut out the full first one. Oh, it's not this one. We can't use the segment for cooking with Jenny and Stace. Okay, this is a ripoff of cooking with Jenny and Stace. What happened to yes and, guys? What happened to yes and? Okay, it's fine. It's really not really a segment. I just wanted to ask you a question. Just one? Um, You ask me a question? I want to ask you a question. What do you think is happening November 12th through 19th this year that has to do with MasterChef? Is it the MasterChef cruise? It's the MasterChef cruise! <laughs> Where is it going? Alaska. No. Oh. Uh, Disney. It's a Disney. No. Turks and Caicos and Puerto Rico. Oh, man. Um, 
Uh, this is not, none. No Master Chef juniors have been confirmed yet. Oh, uh, but there are four Master Chef regular adults uh, who have been confirmed. Uh, Sean from season seven, Claudia from season six, Brandy oh, from All Stars, Luca from season four. Here was what was interesting to me, though. If you're traveling single on the Master Chef cruise, you can book yourself a roommate. How much <laughs> does it cost? For a roomy match fee. <laughs> How much would I pay to not be matched with a stranger mm, on a cruise? Mm, mm, mm. Let me think. I don't know, $115? Okay. Wow, that seems that seems very expensive. It's a cruise. I feel mm. like everything's expensive. Good point. I'm going to go... Max, are you guessing what, to be matched with a stranger or to not be matched with a stranger? I was guessing to be matched. Okay. Yeah, I'm guessing, you, I'm guessing you get to give some kind of parameters... And you're like, I would like somebody who is... 5'9", tone. <laughs> yeah. You're using it like Tinder. Yeah, I'm going to say it's it's less expensive. I think it's 25 bucks. It's $75. Oh, $75. And that was Cruise Chat. I have a question while you're speaking on MasterChef Senior. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've had some little drips and drabs on our Instagram from people asking us to do the senior show. Who though? Like like your family? I don't know. No, they don't have Instagram. <laughs> I feel like us doing a full senior show would be too much mm-hmm. in our lives. But I special. just wanted to put it out there to our listeners to see if they care yeah. or if there's any demand. Like, feel free to shoot us an email after Chef Junior. Like Richard oh. Blaze, if that's something you are interested <laughs> in. That's our only confirmed listener at this point. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just thought I'd put it out there because then maybe we can go on the cruise and get some sweet interviews. Oh, my God. Get mm. us on that cruise. Um, while we're on the topic of the Instagram, can we talk about the uh, t-shirt poll? Oh, I haven't checked. Who won? Uh, I did. You won? Yes, oh, yeah, by a did. landslide. I did see that, but I chose to block it out. Yeah. Thank you. So are we going to make those available? Sure. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> Okay, the, so the kids start making their beef welling tents. <laughs> beef wellies. Who knew there was that many mushrooms? Who yeah. knew the? Yeah, he does this in every show. I feel like he's done this on MasterChef like seventeen times. You know what I thought was weird is that the most mysterious ingredient of the beef Wellington is that weird mushroom like mm. blend, but they didn't show the kids making those at all. Mm. Did they just give them the blend? No, maybe though. Duck cell, is that what they call it? <coughs> Something I'm probably like pronouncing that wrong too. Wrongly. Duchel. <laughs> Duchel. Here's what I don't get. When Gordon opened his own juicy beef mm-hmm. Wellington, I thought, mmm, looks delicious. Yes. You can't tell on TV. But every other beef Wellington they cut open, I thought looked pretty much the same as Gordon. It was all very pink and I had to wait until someone spoke before I knew if it was good or not. You know what a problem is with this show? Sorry everybody, except for the production designer. They crank (laughs) up the colors because I'm sure Gordon Ramsay has in his contract, my eyes need to be as blue as the ocean. (laughs) Yeah. So all the colors are off, right? Like everything is so intense. So how can you judge that meat is cooked properly when it's all just like Neon pink. Also, it's probably something to do with the fact that it's a kids' show. They want kids to colorful, watch it. colorful. Just food in general looks better yeah. when the colors are popping. So, like right? every every piece of meat they cut open, I looked fine. Looked, and then we hear, "Wow!" And I'm still like, "Oh, is wow good or bad?" Like I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Totally, it's the same. And I've talked about this before, but it's the same sensation when uh, when uh, what do you call it? America's Next Top Model was on the air, mm-hmm. where it's like, "Here's a photograph." Okay, is it good or bad? Because it all looks fine. To yeah, me. all looks the same. But there's this panel of experts who tell you it's bad, but you have no reason. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's just not obvious, right? It was hard. Um. So you know. But I don't all know. the kids, like, there was a lot of time spent on this challenge with the judges being like, "Was this challenge a mistake?" <laughs> yes. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> and we're like, maybe you jumped too much from put a gumdrop <laughs> on this. To can you cook Gordon Ramsay's most impressive Signature. dish? To quote Afnan, the dish that made him famous. Yeah, but it turns out for the most part, I mean, they all did pretty well. Yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody did. Nope, nobody totally undercooked it. Yeah, nobody. nothing was raw. None were overcooked, mm-hmm. and you yeah. know they wanted one to be overcooked. <laughs> That's right. There was no. They love uh, that. There was no half box of macarons. 
Yeah. You know? And they love that. They love something mm-hmm. to be overcooked. And for Gordon to say, you wasted this piece of meat. Mm. They want him to call something a dog's breakfast. Yeah. Like, they don't care <laughs> he what. He just wants to throw it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, gonna was, he's it itchy. He's got an like itchy arm. Yeah. There was no throwing in mm-hmm. this one. Yeah. But straight off the bat as well. So, wait, Max, do you want to talk about the cooking process? Or can we just go straight to the reveals? Go to the reveal. So, Mark is up first. We had suspected Mark might have been in trouble, mm-hmm. hadn't we? He'd got a bit more FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Um, so they cut open his dish. Obviously, I don't know if it's good or bad. It's pink. I can tell you that much. <laughs> and then Gordon goes through him. Through him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Slobbish. Mark's one of the oldest kids in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It got me a thinking, though. Have we ever seen Mark really nail it or win a challenge? He was flying... Like, at this stage of the game, you're starting to meet the kids who have just been flying under the radar. Yeah. You know, not not excelling, not... But Mark's had a lot of FaceTime since the beginning, but it got me thinking... I don't remember him ever winning one. Mm -hmm. Like, I was, like, shocked that he did badly, and I was like, oh, no, Mark might be going home, and then I... Wait, is Mark We didn't get him. And then I thought, um... We did. Why why am I shocked that Mark Mm -hmm. might be going home? Because really... Really, he's not... Well, I guess when you get up to the top eight, they're all pretty good. Yeah, and and just from age alone, I mean, you think that, you know, when you... If it was me, and I had to draft, let's say, two or three two or three of those uh, cooks to be on my team for whatever reason, mm-hmm. I would always be going to the oldest people. Yeah. You know? So, in my mind, I think the subconsciously, it just sort of forces them in your mind. Mm-hmm. You sort of treat them mm-hmm. like they're... Um, Favorite. I really yeah. like this image of you and thirteen-year-olds just taking on life. You yeah. could be like the older, wiser brother type figure. Yeah, like you know, um, like I'm there, like uh, coach. Yeah, softball like, coach or something. That's nice, but just in our home in life, not in our home. Yeah, I think you could be in their home. They could just walk we'll and talk a to bunk you bed. when they need help. And you could be like, hey, don't smoke, but like vaping's okay. This is literally what I do for a living, except the kids are like 19, 20, by the way. But that's just, great advice, Jenny. Yeah. Well, don't smoke, just vape. <laughs> vape will give you popcorn lung. Kids, don't vape. What's popcorn it lung? Sounds it sounds delicious. delicious. It's horrific. It sounds tasty. What is it? It's it's just, it makes your lungs look like popcorn. Like it's cauliflower ear. Doesn't it, can't you From just feel vaping? it? Just, just saying the word popcorn lung, doesn't uh, your lungs feel terrible? Okay, Jenny, are you vaping? You seem no, really into vaping right now. I, I thought about it because I like things like strawberry. Is she wearing a fedora? Like no, she's not vaping. Um, <laughs> but anyway, kids, don't smoke or vape. Yeah. Just like go for runs and stuff. <laughs> push-ups. Anytime you feel like you want to vape, just drop them. Just give me do 20. a push-up. That's Pre- your big bro. That's Max's big bro tips of the day. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so strong. Because Max makes you do push-ups <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Sometimes he'll just wake me in, up in the middle of the night. <laughs> I could tell you wanted a vape. Yes. <laughs> I could tell what? you were dreaming about vape. You're vaping. dreaming about vape. What? What are you talking about? Is that a vape? Are noise? you popping? Is your, are your lungs popping, Stace? <laughs> what? What's happening? Give it down. Give me 20. What? <laughs> what? All right. Is this, this kid's is, not this has been a, text? This has been a is that why you're cheating like <laughs> This is a great episode to follow up uh, Stacey's appearance on... Uh, Stop podcasting yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is when all the real fans mm-hmm. start coming. Yeah. crawling in. Anyway. Hey, boy, boy. Um, Mark should have nailed it. He's the meat guy. He's my meat guy. <laughs> He's my meat guy. I love meat. It runs through my blood. I think about it constantly. Think about it constantly. <laughs> oh, you guys man. are falling into a weird habit of, of chanting along with the... <laughs> With the sound clips. Because nobody updates weird. the sound so, clips that often. Yeah, no one remembers Keep us on our toes. <laughs> Any hooters. Although after Eddie left, it's like Who the cares? quote machine <laughs> has left the station. Um, okay, so Mark does not do well. Adam kills it. Yeah, Adam crushes it. Jasmine does a great job. Shane, Evan, Justice, um, and Af- uh, they were sort of average. Afnan kills it as well. Justice seems so disappointed in herself. I think she mm-hmm. did one thing not great. Too many mushrooms or yeah, all on one side. Yeah. And they're like, but really, really, like, it's a good befriend and good job. And she's like, thank you. She seemed devastated. She knows she can do better. She's like me. Once I came home from school and I cried because I got 78% in a test. Mm. And my mum was like, get a grip. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> 
girl, that's life, Jenny. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these kids are like AAA personality achiever types. Do you think I'm a AAA personality? No, you were. You just brought. (laughs) You just brought a box of your work home (laughs) to our home with you to do work while you were watching this. Just multitasking. I was thinking about these kids. I, I do not to brag, but I do some volunteering with children, and they have like a they have a project where they're supposed to make like a little comic book over the course of four weeks, and most of them are just like scrambling to finish it at the end. Like they're not motivated, they don't care, they're like dilly dallying and whatever. But these like these kids have sixty minutes. Like I don't, I don't even care what they make. Like they're doing something. It's, it's amazing. Sixty minutes. Yeah, it is amazing. Yeah. So I, you should all be really proud of yourselves. I'm really it proud of amazing. you. It is amazing. Just getting stuff done is so underrated. You Last know? night it took me 25 minutes to cook pasta yeah. with butter and salt on it. Nine-year-olds are usually joking. eating chicken nuggets and pasta. Pasta. <laughs> you know what the trick is? They use like, uh, they have pots boiling all the time. Like they have, uh, what is should it? Should I like, have that? Do you yeah, think? just an electric kettle going constantly. All the time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, hmm. something to think about. Sounds safe and energy efficient. <laughs> I can do it while I pop outside for a vape. <laughs> <laughs> so who was the real winners? Uh, I mean, re- us? The real winners, I would say, Afnan and Adam. Mm-hmm. They were one and two. Afnan was a real winner of this whole episode. Yeah. He only recently started following us on Instagram, and I said, Hey, Afnan, welcome to the party. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> he corrected our pronunciation of macaroon. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, to what, Jenny? Maca hyphen Ron. No, that's not what you say either. So don't look smug. He didn't say Maca hyphen Ron, which is what you say. He said Maca hyphen Ron. No, I say macaron. You say macaron. No, I say macaron. Just like you say Aron. Everything's an insult. Look at, we have auto, you know what, we'll deal with this. <laughs> Audio evidence. So um, this is where the real... This, this is honestly what the whole episode is worth it for this final oh, moment. Man. So This is the closest I've seen you to crying, Max. And I've known you for going on four years now. Mm. Yeah, there was something... Um, so just Wait, to set the can scene... can you say four years, done Really? Feels like forever or something. Sure. <laughs> um, feels like a feels lifetime. Feels like a lot longer than that, yeah. Uh, Why are you always here? <laughs> How did you get in here? <laughs> <laughs> um, so the fi- the bottom three were identified by the judges as uh, as Mark, Avani, and Evan. I was so shocked by Evan. Well, I think I mean they had to pick somebody. They had to know? pick a third person they, for it was you know, so close. for tension. It was so, it was so close. close. And uh, the way they revealed it, it wasn't. Oh. You didn't really know who it was going to be. It and was then, so cruel. Yeah, when they finally, when you finally sort of realized that Evan was safe, Evan himself kind of realized and you can just see the it truth. Was so adult. Yeah, you can see the truth in his face in a way that was uh it was stirring. It was shocking. It was shocking in its honesty. And um Cuz it wasn't happiness. No, it was It was not. kind of horror yes. that his friends were going home. His friends were going home, but yet he was safe. It was almost like a the horror was the What a complex. He, yeah. He felt I could sense like the guilt of being safe. Yeah, guilt you know? is a great word. And um and it was just so, so raw. Ugh. And then they cut to him in just like a talking head moment. And he's just like, wow. Wow. Whew. Whew. I can feel I'm getting like a little, yeah. just like misty. a little, yeah, misty. And the just problem was Avani, Avani's tears were the kind of tears you have when you're eight. Mm-hmm. Her whole body is like racking with mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. sobs. And Mark's trying to stiff up her lip it which actually I was like Mark cry if you want to cry yeah. no Mark, Mark was doing you know Mark is he did good he did good I mean yeah but it's not doing good by not crying like if he mm. needed to cry he can cry boys should cry well, I, you to cry. I cry all the time yeah, she's crying right now look at her <laughs> you know, it's cause you were let so him, mean let him, didn't let him say deal that. how he wants to deal let him yeah deal he, how he was doing okay but I'm just saying he didn't have to try and put on a brave front no that's fine um yeah and it really got me thinking about um, you know, one of the things I find so uh, interesting about this show is that the kids, at the end of the day, are just kids, and they're not—they um, are not 
as aware of the camera as other as in other t- intelligence shows. Well, right? exactly what Richard Blaze said last week. Mm-hmm. He's like, you don't have adults playing up a character. Mm-hmm. You've just got kids being themselves. Yeah. And both those three kids, Evan, Avani, mm-hmm. and Mark. They're so genuine. They were honest reactions, and that's yeah. why it was the best bit of the mm-hmm. episode. Totally. Because it was amazing to, mm-hmm. to see. And sometimes, you know, I think I'm I'm harsh on you guys a little bit for, for when you're... Never. Take, for when you're taking it so seriously, but but this was a nice reminder that the the reason why this why the show itself works is because the kids are so into it. You know, yeah. when those kids get when those kids leave, they're bawling yeah. their eyes out. When they're when the judges are doing their thing off in the corner, they're talking to each other, having just the most um, real comments uh, on one another. I you mean, know? ultimately, they're having a conversation about like which child would we like to make. Like, do we have to make cry today? Yeah, like Whereas that's the, awful. The, kid, the kids are at the back being like, "Hey, you did a really good job. Like, yeah. you can be proud of yourself." And but then, oh but God, then their reactions so is like, "No, I didn't." You know? Yeah, it's just like, Whoa. and I think as well because you know when you're a kid slash me now, like <laughs> you have all the feels. So them going home. That is everything to them in that mm-hmm. moment. As an adult, you're probably walking away like, oh, I've made some great contacts. Like, I mm-hmm. wonder if Gordon will let me come work in his restaurant. Like, my social media is probably mm-hmm. going to do yeah. pretty well. That kid is walking out that door thinking, never my gonna. life is over. Yeah. Like, this is the worst I could possibly feel. I had this magical four weeks, and now I just have to go back to my regular life, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to... Maybe I won't see these people again. Yeah, it's like after camp. You know how everyone gets like depression once they leave camp? Because you think like I've made these best friends and I'm Mm -hmm. never going to live this life again. It'll be like that. It'll be so sad. God, this is the most depressing show. Mm -hmm. But what my point was that these kids are taking it so seriously. So I feel like it's it's almost like even though at times we, we, I think we treat this show, it's sort of... Don't say it as a joke. No, not as a joke. I think at times I feel like, me personally, I feel like, man, we should be treating it more like a little bit more with a little more brevity reverence. a little more yeah but, reverence yeah like, I hardiness. completely agree but, but by I the same the token is, don't give me a gingerbread house yeah yeah, yeah. like that's what you want to be taken up. seriously don't give me a gingerbread house that's, yeah this late mm-hmm. in the game yeah like that's a day one challenge yeah mm-hmm garbage alright guys garbage Great. uh Stacy um wait you my did, favorite thing yeah my favorite thing that ended this episode was Shane. What did he say to Avani? Oh my goodness. It's been a pleasure meeting Avani, you. Avani, it was a pleasure meeting you. What a fun... Uh, Shane, uh, you rule. All I want, so all I want, all I want, all I want is for Fox to stop hating us. Or someone. Someone to team up with Fox and let us go around to these kids' hometowns because all I want is for Shane to show us around his hometown. Yes! That's all I want is for Shane to be like, come on into my favorite restaurant and have him like stroll through and introduce us to the line cook and watch him play football and uh-huh. like, oh my God, it'd be so great. Road trip, summer 2017, maybe our honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, your guys' honeymoon. Have fun. Okay, Stacey, you did a guest uh, guest appearance this week on where? Where could people hear that if they wanted to? Stop podcasting yourself. The, the hottest comedy podcast in town download it on on itunes it was fun i talk about this show a lot so i hope you like that (laughs) (laughs) and um how can people find us on social media if you go to afterchefjr.com you'll find links to our twitter and our instagram and our email and the latest episodes and uh, all the all the hot hot tips rules to our master chef junior fantasy draft brought to you by our friends from the internet math teachers in boston soon to be merch tab soon to be in March tab. <laughs> That's right. Okay, guys. Uh, have a good one. Uh, catch you next week. Bye. Bye.